What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you for tuning in, as always. You know, it's very funny. When I first started this show seven years ago, I thought saying, what's up, everybody, was like, I'm like, oh, that'll be my tagline. And now it's just such a fucking stereotypical, like, internet thing. I think about that a lot. You're welcome. Uh, This week on the show, we have Cassius Green. Cassius is somebody that I've known close to, like, most of the decade, close to 10 years, I would probably seven years, I would, I would guess. Uh, and you know, like all the best episodes go, I know him, but I don't know shit about him. And so we sat down and we talk and, uh, and I learn a whole shitload about him. And a lot of it was honestly mind blowing. Um, cause he has a pretty storied, uh, arc in this rap shit that I didn't know anything about. And so I think, uh, yeah, his story is very intriguing, very worthwhile, and you guys will enjoy this. He put out a new record called Best Western, and it's fantastic. It's nice and short, and um, he's super smooth on it, and it's got some summer bangers. So go check that out uh, before we get into the conversation. In personal news, some kind of uh, good news. 2020 is not known for giving any of that. Uh, but as you guys know, if you've been listening along, my dad passed in, um, February of 2019 and, you know, we're like a normal, uh, Alaskan family. I mean, I, I don't live in Alaska. My family lives in Alaska. I, what I mean to say is we're like a normal middle-class family. I wasn't expecting to receive any inheritance. I figure anything that my dad had managed to accumulate over the years, um, was likely either blown caring for him in the 10 years he was sick or, you know, that my mom would just get it because she's still alive and all the women in my family live to be like a hundred literally. So she's going to end up outliving me. Um, and so, you know, if God forbid my mom ever passes away, I figured that we would just get some money then. Right. That said, my mom let me know a couple weeks ago that while my dad was working at, uh, at a Sam's club after he retired from the military, uh, he started buying stock in the company with his paycheck. He would put a hundred dollars, uh, every week from his paycheck or every paycheck into buying stock. Uh, and at the time he was so naive about like, uh, money ish- money things, you know, cause my mom paid all the bills. She kind of like wore the pants and took care of everything and was the bigger bread maker. Um, he asked her, you know, hey, uh, if I put a hundred bucks every paycheck towards this stock, like, is that going to be okay? Are we going to still be able to pay the bills and everything? And she's like, yes, Barry, that would be fine. Right. So lo and behold, he ended up working for Sam's Club for a long ass time, longer than I realized, 14 years after he um, retired from the military. So he worked in the military for 21 years and then worked for Sam's Club for 14 years before he quit uh, getting sick. Anyway, he ended up buying a shitload of stock in Walmart. And You know, my brother just had a kid last year. My wife and I are trying to save up to hopefully buy a house eventually. So we've been trying to uh, put away a lot of pennies. And um, my mom was like, well, I just found out that we have like all this Walmart stock that your dad saved. And I think I'm going to cash it out and split it between you guys. And so I just got like a surprise inheritance. Now, that said, it's nothing crazy. It's not like 
it, I'm not, I didn't make me rich, but it made, um, you know, hopefully it made looking for a house within the next year or two a little more feasible, which is nice because it would be nice to own a, a piece of property. So anyway, that's like some good news in my life. And then a couple episodes ago, I talked about how you know, we've been trying to get pregnant, having some difficulties, et cetera, et cetera. And so we had a doctor's appointment about that this week and we're both supposed to go in and get some blood drawn and stuff. So that's the updates on that. The outlook, you know, seems positive. I think we'll be able to pull it off. I'm going to start, you know, telling you guys about that journey as we go down it. And, uh, other than that, I've just been really rededicating myself to working on the podcast. You know, I'm starting to learn some things about the internet in 2020 because for all intents and purposes, while I was working, um, on the other podcasts and making that corporate money for the last two years, I didn't really have my hands in the soil of the internet, uh, that much at that point because companies have a bunch of people that do that stuff. And so in those two, in the two years of hiatus that we took, YouTube, it turns out, has completely fucking changed. And I kind of got hints of that over time. Um, But it used to be that if you had, you know, 250,000 YouTube subscribers or a half a million or a million, then it was like the number of subscribers that you had was the number of emails that got sent out to people that said, I just put a video up. And so, you know, when we stopped, we had like 200,000 YouTube subscribers. And that meant that Every time we put up a video, 200,000 people got an email that says, hey, Lee just put up a video. Go watch that shit. And the numbers, you know, reflected that. And now I guess you have to like press a whole bunch of buttons in your settings to get an email or to get any kind of notification that kind of neat is uploading videos. And so I don't really have I don't really know a way to get around that because I'm not somebody to like jump in front of the camera and be like, hey, guys, welcome to my YouTube page. Go fucking subscribe. Make sure you hit that bell button. Like, I'm just not that guy. I very purposefully have not put myself in front of the camera um, at Kind of Neat very often, and that's because, you know, I don't need to be there. I'm trying to let these artists show what they do and speak for themselves. I'm not trying to really get famous off this. I want the brand to be recognizable. I don't need to be recognizable. And so, um, yeah, I've been really working on trying to build the Instagram uh, in the last couple weeks because I've, yeah, There was a point where I thought Instagram was going to go the way of the Buffalo. I thought, oh, this is, it got bought by Facebook. They're going to, it's going to, they're going to blow it. And I was wrong. It became, I mean, it's obviously the, it's like the social media, I think. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure it won't be forever, but for right now, it's like when you're looking for artists, when, when labels are looking for artists, when we're looking for artists that we want to, um, hook up with companies to help market. We're looking at Instagram numbers and going like, oh, this person's really big because here's the number of Instagram followers that they have. And Instagram is a video platform as well with IGTV. So it's like I fucked up because I didn't even start an Instagram for – uh, kind of neat until we had already been going for like four years. Cause initially this was like a means to get traffic to my own personal Instagram when I was making music. So when I finally started one, I went, uh, I'll just post once a week or whenever I'll just post whenever we make video or whenever we make a new episode. And now I'm realizing, Oh, I need to be posting like one or two times every day to start garnering followers. Because if you only have 2,500 fucking Instagram followers, people think, Oh, this show ain't shit. And they don't see the history behind it or the people that we've helped break or the, 
you know, the legacy of the show. So if you're listening along and you don't follow us on Instagram, that's my <laughs> that's my fucking plea to go uh, click that follow button on IG. And it's been working, though. I've been posting at least once a day. I've made a bunch of templates. And it's very boring stuff. Don't get me wrong. Uh but it's it's paying off, you know. We've had like we've gotten like 500 followers in the last month or something, which isn't a shit ton. But then again, I'm not like a bikini babe, you know. So I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna be getting like a gazillion followers very quickly. But hopefully, um, the amount of content that we have to post and remind people of the things that we've done will help build that following and just kind of, you know. Help us keep a roof over our head for, for and make this a forever thing and not just a right now thing. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Let's get into this conversation with Cassius Green, who, like I said, just put out his new record, Best Western. And like I said, he's one of these guys where I've been just seeing him around for years and years and years. But I didn't know shit about him. I certainly didn't know or realize that – uh in 2013, he signed a, a huge major label deal. And because um, I honestly, I just kind of knew him as like one of Speaks homies that rapped. I didn't know that he I didn't know that he was like a rapper rapper. I thought he just kind of like kind of rapped, you know, <laughs> as terrible as that sounds. Uh, and so, yeah, to learn that he had this stint with the industry and uh, this whole story arc of his life of of getting you know s- swept up into the glitz and glamour of the music industry was really compelling um and interesting and i learned a lot about him and i think you guys will too uh so without further ado let's get into this podcast with cassius green So, did you ever figure out why you're banned from that Best Western? No. You nah. still haven't figured it out? Nah, they told me, uh, nah, they said I had to, like, hit, go to, like, headquarters or some shit like that. And I'm like, it's not that, I'm not, I don't feel like doing that shit. So, you got blacklisted just from one specific Best Western? Just that that one, exactly. It's in my city, too, like, right there when you exit my, to go to my crib. It's, yeah. like, right there. That's the name of the new project, Best Western. Yeah. Now, what significance does that hold? Are we partaking in activities that perhaps are looked down upon by the by greater society at this Best Western, or nah, what's happening? That's the thing. I, like I said, I didn't do shit because it was right. by my house, man. Of course, man. Of yeah. course you didn't. Yeah. Of course you didn't. <laughs> Allegedly. No, yeah. I just did, like, regular hotel shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, probably, you know what I'm saying, did some drugs or, like, you know what yeah. I'm saying, or just party with some, with some girls and shit. That was it. But I never... Like I said, I paid my little, I paid my deposit and I got that shit back. So it's like, that's hotel rules. Like, you didn't do anything wrong if you get this back. You know what I'm saying? It's right. Like, but they, mm. So they decided, though, that you were breaking the rules because you're having too much fun there or something? I guess so. And it wasn't even like loud music fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I did. You know? Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. I thought perhaps there were there were more lascivious things going on. Bro, I, w- I had to look back. Like, like, what the fuck did I really do there? You know what I'm saying? Like, what was it? I didn't do anything. Bro. Right. Like, anything out the norm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, this is, this is the best Western that's down in Marino Valley? Yep. 
is that's not the name of the city, right? That's like an area. That's like a no, whole it's, area. That's the name. Of that's the, city. the name of the it's city. It's called Marino Valley. The Murder Valley. Yeah, Murder Valley. See, yeah. when when you guys have always spoken about that in the past, I thought Marino Valley was like how people talk about the San Fernando Valley, mm. where you know what I'm saying, yeah. like where it's like it's the valley, and I thought it was like oh, it's Riverside and I, and this yeah. and that, but no, Marino Valley is the actual city. Actually, Marino Valley, California is the actual city. Yeah, learn something new every day. Hell yeah. I'm you, surprised you didn't know that. I didn't I know that. I, I didn't have spent zero time in the IE, bro. I'll be honest. Moreno Valley is part of the IE, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. You grew up there? Uh, nah, I grew up in Carson. In Carson? Yeah. Which is right down the way, South yeah, Bay, yeah? Yeah, I grew up there. Yeah. Well, I, I would say, I mean, I had my, I, I did, you know what I'm saying? I went to, like, high school there, so I kind of I kind of did grow up, like, my later ends of my life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like your formative years. Yeah, when you, when you start learning actual things. Yeah. You, so, yeah. So you lived in Carson most of your life then, yeah, right? Yeah, I moved around. I moved. I lived in Riverside for, like, you know, when parents get separated and all that shit. Yeah. Like, moved to Riverside. I lived in Orange County like, in an apartment one time. Okay. But then I always went back to Carson. Okay, yeah. okay. So... What what what, are, what were your parents doing in Carson when um, you were growing up? Shit, my dad my dad just worked. That's it. He just worked at a warehouse. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? He worked at like Craigan and then a warehouse. My mom didn't really know. She I, I wasn't really around my mom like that. You know what I'm saying? They were always off and on. So I I was with my dad. Oh, you were with your dad more yeah, than your mom? That's, very random. Yeah, that's rare. Like literally every artist that comes through, they got divorced parents. Like yeah. that's where the artistry shit comes yeah, from. Is exactly. like you know. But uh, everyone always ends up with their, their mom. mom. That's exactly. interesting. I was with my dad. Why'd you end up going with your dad instead of your mom um, at that point? It was. I think it was maybe because it was me and my I had, a, I had another sister, but she was she was like a half sister. Like my dad just kind of brought her in with because she was my mom. Mom already had her, yeah. um, and it was one of those things where it was like you're gonna take Ashley, I'll take Kristen. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, and that yeah. was it. Yeah, right. What age was that when you end up with your dad? Um, I was right. with my dad my whole life, bro. Your whole life, yeah, I, whole entire, like, so like, yeah. you don't remember a time when when you guys were cohabitating with it your was, mom? Or no? It was trippy because I I. I didn't I didn't see I didn't remember seeing my mom until I was like like when you have memories of being a kid yeah. till I was like four or five, bro. Kind of kind of crazy. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Does your dad have family in Carson that helped raise you as well? Yeah, like my grandma. Grandma's yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. He got you yeah. got uncles and shit. I had a, my aunt, my auntie raised me. Kind of my auntie Gloria. She lived. It was like my auntie, my uncle. He's around the same age as like Reem and them. He's like born eighty seven. Okay. Um, yeah, my dad and my grandma. My grand. We all lived in like a two bed, like a. T- Three bedroom house or something like that, or two yeah, bedroom right. house, or some shit like that. But wow. it was all of us in there. Yeah. Wow, that's so interesting. You don't remember your mom till you were like that's four, four years bro. old. Like I remember my grandma and shit, but then I, I remember like I used to see my mom, but it was like like it was almost like like you know when you you know it's like oh that's just, this has to be my mom. You know, since like one of those feelings that you just kind of know. Yeah. But I would just see her. I would be like I'd be like yo, my mom would pick me up and I would just hang out with her, go to the mall, like Carson Mall and shit. Yeah. And then, and then I would just not see her for, like, a long-ass time. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. was, it was awkward. You that know what I'm saying? It was very that, weird. That is weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't even fathom not seeing my mom. Are you close with her now? Yeah, she. Uh, yeah, we talk a lot now. Yeah, That's yeah. It was, that, was, that was time, though, where I was kind of like, you know, when you get older and shit, it's kind of like, uh, especially going through the hell of it. Because they always together and divorcing all the like getting, like, breaking up all the time. Your mom and dad? Yeah. Yeah, right. And I always, you know what I'm saying, I always tied with my dad because I, I was always with my dad. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I always, there was a time where, like, I had, like, that, you know what I'm saying, like, that like the little youth vengeance towards my mom, you know what oh, I'm saying? Just for no reason, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, fuck her, dude, yeah. dude. Um, 
But yeah, as I got older, you know, I was, a lot of my friends too, like Ty, you know, you know what I'm saying, yeah, Ty, yeah. like Big C, bro. They would always tell me like, bro, you, that's, bro, that's your mom's, bro. Like you, you know what I'm saying, like you only got one mom, bro. You know what I'm saying, like. So I kind of, you know, what I'm saying we cool now. That's so interesting because literally that's what I tell people on this show all the time is like, yo, <laughs> that's your dad. Like I know that you fucking hate that yeah. fool, but trust me, I'm like my dad got sick. You got to make up with him before yeah. it's too late, or else you don't get that closure. You feel right. me? So that's good that you made up, made up with her, and, and everything's cool. But you'll fill the gap in too. I didn't know that. I didn't even know it was missing, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, I was hella angry for no reason. I was just like, bro, it's like that mom love is different, bro. That shit hits like like. I remember I read this book one day. It said it said. I don't know if it's real or not. They said the like the mom's touch is like equivalent to like if a nigga takes like an oxycontin, like the way it feels, like your body, like just like the relaxation of a mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, like the the chemicals yeah, that get released exactly. in your brain. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, what's life like growing up in Carson? Oh man, I lived. A funny thing, I lived in I lived in the the side where it was all no blacks. I was there was probably like four that I know, including myself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it was I lived with the with the Filipinos and the Samoans, you know what I'm saying, and the Mexicans. I lived on that side of the town, you know what I'm saying. So it was kind of weird, bro. It was kind of like it was cool, but like, like my my family at the they were kind of racist at that time too. Like they were like, don't hang out with these people, don't hang out with the Samoans, duh, 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 duh. and I I didn't fucking get it, you know what yeah. I'm saying. I, I hung out with whoever. Yeah. And but I got I, I was you know what I'm saying it was a lot of different cultures I got sunk into. Like you know what I'm saying I, my best friend was Samoan, and all my other friends was like that I played basketball with were Filipino. Yeah. So. um you know so saying? you grew up with like the Pinoys and the Usos. That's it, and yeah. then, and then my Mexican homies. That was cool, but I didn't. They were just, they just, they always just tell me I I wasn't black. You know what I'm saying? Like don't like, oh man, you Mexican man, you ain't you ain't black. You know I'm like like nah, like they were kind of kind of sus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, are you half? Yeah, I'm half. I'm half black. I mean, my dad's Mexican. My mom's black. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh no shit. Bro, I grew up in a Mexican house. Like, I grew up with like roosters and like I had like I had like I had like twenty roosters. Uh, when I ain't gonna lie, twenty. I had like twenty chick. I was like. Chickens. Yeah, the roosters only had like only had like six because my grandpa was a cockfighter. Get the fuck yeah. out, yo. That's t- I mean that's sorry, Peter. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that's yeah. dope. I didn't I didn't even know shit like that. Bro, goes he, used on treat, he used to treat them like like dogs, bro. Like he would like I remember they would come back from their like or he would prepare them. He would like write Vaseline on them and like take their little gloves off and shit like because they had the little gloves with the crazy razors on them and shit. Oh wow, yeah. that's wild. And he had like bro. he had like special ones too. He had like. There was two that I never fucked with because it was like you'll go in the backyard if you even go by their little their little cage, they'll try to fuck you up. bro. They they their shit start their talons start like going up and I was I was definitely afraid of those uh, fucking roosters, bro. Holy shit! Yeah, it was wild. Damn. So y'all had and so y'all had like fresh eggs all the time and shit too. Had That's chickens. the thing we did. The thing we didn't really like. We had chickens, but they were like it was just kind of for like. I guess for like the roosters to like I guess to, to get, get yeah, up. to get yeah to like to like have something to defend to I guess sh- yeah, yeah to show off to show off. off yeah that's but a- they never we never I don't remember having like fresh eggs or anything like that which is kind of weird but we had chickens and roosters I didn't I don't get it yeah, yeah right did you have to take care of them and shit or your grandfather I didn't have to do that? shit yeah. I just I used to just go back there just to fuck around sometimes or if you needed my help to clean the cages out like he'll yeah. he'll bank, give me like ten bucks to clean the cage or something like that so I, I used to do that is that is Carson mostly like a Mexican part of town. Um, the side I lived on for sure was I lived right by Carson Pool. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like Carson Park. It was like yeah. I live right there, 213th and Main Street, okay. or 214th and Main actually. But that was that's like all SA hood in that area right there. And yeah. then um, like the black part is not is, is like 190th, like by like Delamo and like that's okay. only that's strictly that side. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. 
and then they started. It was a little, a little bit down on on Grace, maybe. But other than that, that's it's that's that whole area is Mexicans, Mexicans, Filipinos, Samoans. That's it. There's yeah. nothing else. Well, wow. I don't know how it is now, but that's what it was. That's what it yeah. was. And growing up, uh, mixed ethnicity in an area of town that's mostly only one half of your ethnicity. Did yeah. did that like? What does that do to you mentally as a kid? That's what I'm saying. It was I didn't I didn't know where to fit in at. I didn't know where to fit in at all. Like, cause it was I didn't I didn't I didn't really hang out blackest. So I was like in middle school when they came from the other side of town and shit. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. And then uh, that's when I realized I was kind of like. I was like hella like, cause I never like I never knew what an edge up was, bro. I didn't know any of the. I didn't know what. Yeah, hair was just like my wild. my little black girls would be like, bro, like why don't you get like a fade or like curls or like I was like I don't know. Yeah. I just go to the barber shop and be like, give me a one. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know what the fuck. All these Mexican barbers that cutting my hair like. Yeah. So I never had a tight cut till I was like in high school maybe. That's so. Funny. Yeah, it's it's weird, dog. Like I didn't really know. Like I started learning my blackness, bro, late and like, bro, late late in life, hella late. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. When you start meeting. Black kids in school, is it like an, a, a moment of awakening? Like, oh shit, where has yeah. this been? Yeah, yeah. I started, started DMC, started putting me on swag and shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, you gotta wear this, bro. Or, or, or like, or like, they used to always press me because I was a punk rocker type of kid. Because I saw, I mean, that was, everyone was like, System of a Down was popping around that time. And yeah. my uncle's a punk rocker, and then that's all I know. So I used to have like the Spike bracelets, Bryce, or Dickie. I used to have every Dickies, color Dickies, different hookup shirts and shit, you know what I'm saying? And then, and then the black kids would be like, like, they'll come with like, I remember, like, they used to come with, like, the 17s, and all. I was like, I was like, bruh, like, like, what are those, man? You know I'm saying, like, what the fuck is this, bruh? Like, and, and then, and I noticed how they're, it was just a different type of, like, in my eyes, you know, when you're a kid, you start looking at the old, it's like, kind of, it's almost like a fame to you, you know what I'm saying? I was like, was, they had a different type of fame than I did in, in, in middle school. Like, they had, like, you know what I'm saying? It, it just looked cooler, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, my shit just looked very bland, bruh, so I was like, I gotta, I gotta step my shit up, bruh, you know? Right. But didn't know how to do it. I was wearing, like, Reebok classes, getting a two for 50s and shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> and so how do you go about doing it? Do, you, do some kids take you under their wing, like, hey, let us take you to Delamo? or I had, We had one black, I had one black friend of mine, and he was the lightest, he was the lightest black kid of all time, dog. He was, like, that yellow, like, that freckle, like, Creole black. Right. Um, his name was Brandon Fontino. His, Shout his, out. His dad was Italian. Yeah. Um... But he's the one who put me on all the swag. He would, he was like, he would be like, uh, you gotta or go here. Like, if you, if, you, if your dad gonna want to buy, just go to like Ross or Marshalls, and then you get, you know, what I'm saying, you can get all the little Echo and all the other shit there. Da, da, da. So he, we used to, I used to just, it was me, him, and my homie Kelly, because his mom, his mom got the county check, so he used to go to the alleys all the time and get the, all the fake shit. Yeah. So he used to come up with the lot twenty nine and all that shit, and I just learned from him slowly. You know what I'm saying? Oh. It was kind of cool though. I was gonna say too. It was kind of cool because uh, the punk rock shit and like being like a punk rock and kind of rebellious and shit, and then hip hop swag. Yeah. I was like, uh, I was the first kid in middle school to wear a pink shirt. You know what I'm saying? And that shit was that shit was kind of weird as fuck to everybody. You know what I'm saying? And I, I got it from seeing Cameron on TV. You know what I'm saying? Right. But no one in the school thought they were like everyone was kind of like on some like you know what I'm saying some homophobe shit. You know what I'm saying? They were like, yeah, uh, of course. well, of course he gonna do it. The punk rock motherfucker gonna do that shit. Yeah. And then that shit, I'm saying that shit ended up being a craze now, you know what I'm saying? Everyone started wearing pink shit at one point in life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I had to just kind of just roll the dice, bro, because it was really no, that was kind of just me observing, bro. I did a lot of observing. I noticed that I did a lot of, it's kind of weird, I used to literally just watch black people just so I can kind of soak that shit in, bro, because I didn't, right. I didn't know how to ask you, nigga, teach me how to do, you know what I'm saying, or teach me how to be black, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then I, I it wasn't until high school, and I went to, I went to Carson High for one year. It was my ninth grade year. Yeah. That's I made the basketball team, bro. That's when that's when it got real. You know what I'm saying? Like that's when like, and I was I was a dude selling ringtones and shit. Yeah. So it was like, I used to get I used to get all the black kids from from DA on my basketball on my basketball team. They would always tell me like, nigga, what, what, 
why do you talk like that? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, like you sound like it's like you sound like white, sound like a surfer, like you white or something. And I was like, bro, I, I don't fucking know, bro. Why do you talk? You know what I'm saying? Why the fuck you talk like that? Da, 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 da. Right. But they they used to come to my crib to get ringtones, and they would kind of put me on. I used to learn from them, just observe them, learn like the whole mannerism and all that shit, bro. Just from just from being a ringtone guy. Man, yeah. that, that's so interesting because, like, obviously America is such a fucking, you know, racist-ass place yeah. that it's like if you walk outside, like, you, people would identify you as a black man. Oh, of course. Like, that's what yeah. you are in America, you yeah. feel me? And so to grow up leaving the house looking like that but not understanding the implications of it because you're, mm. you, you know what I'm saying? You're growing yeah. up with the Mexican side of your yeah. family. Yeah, that must be like— um, I mean, shit, in America, almost dangerous in a sense. It, it, it is. I used to be afraid all the time walking because they, they used to always tell me, my dad used to always say, if anyone presses you like the essays, because yeah. my, my uncle was in jail. He's an OG from one of the hood, the Keystone out there, and he was yeah. like, just say you're Perico's nephew and they'll, they won't fuck with you because it's like, but I would, have to, I would have to be worried to say that, you know what I'm right. saying? Because they'll, they'll be like, what the fuck? Like, a black kid in the name, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, where, right. where, where do you live? You live at that house on the corner? And yeah. I was like, yeah, I live at the house on the corner right there, Perico's nephew. Mm, okay, for sure. Tell him I don't tell him I was I, I did this. Yeah. yeah so. Well, and then beyond that, beyond yeah. the essays, it's like then also if you're walking with a group of kids, you're gonna be the one that gets picked out by the police too. Yeah. You feel oh, me? Of like, course. Yeah. Like it's just fucked both ways, bro. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Um, so did you stick with basketball or was it just that? Nah, hell no. Nah. That I, was it. Yeah, I just I realized because I tried to play again when I moved. That's when I moved to Moval after that when my my dad got with this he got with this white chick. You know what I'm saying? We moved to Moval. I tried out one, you know what I'm saying, for the team there. They for sure wanted me on the squad, uh, but yeah, I, I I didn't get the GPA. You know what I'm saying? I got the I got the uh, the one point nine instead of the two point oh. You know what I'm saying? Fuck my art teacher. So weren't a, wasn't a big student, huh? No, I mean not at that point. Yeah. Like I mean, school was so easy to me, bro. I just didn't like doing shit, bro. I didn't. I, I wasn't like a homework kid. Like I I, I couldn't concentrate at home doing school shit. I just if I'm school, I was good at school. I can you know what I'm saying? I was smart as fuck. Yeah. Our teachers always said I was smart. I just talked too much. I had, like, you know what I'm saying, never could pay attention to shit. Like, that never does homework. And, like, I used to do my homework in class, but try to get it done before. Yeah. Were you, like, undiagnosed ADD or some Probably, shit? Probably, yeah. yeah I, never, right. I never could never focus on that shit. But I was smart as fuck, though. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, I, used to, I was... I was Early I, reader, early yeah, talker, everything, all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. at math. Hella good at math. Like, this yeah. shit was easy, bro. What's that jump like from Carson to Moreno Valley? Culture shock? Um... Yeah, it was for sure. They, the hustle wasn't up like it was in, in like Carson High was like that was like that typical high school like you see in a movie, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's so many different type of things. People are selling shit. It's like gang bangs, everything. Yeah. And we were we had chirps too. We had like we were that we were chirp time. Yeah, yeah. I went out there, bro. Everyone had like chocolates and like LGs and shit and like the little the razors. I was like, what the fuck is like y'all can't like how do I chirp y'all niggas, man? Like how do we how do we communicate, bro? Like this doesn't make any sense. Like. And I, I was literally, it was one of those things where I, that's where I learned, like, my hustle fully, you know what I'm saying? Because I was afraid to hustle in Carson High because everyone, it was, it was already everyone's business. I just saw, I only, ringtone was the only thing I could do because, yeah. but I couldn't make ringtones because no one had, no one had uh, chirps, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So I had to, um, that's when I started doing every hustle that I remembered that everyone else did in Carson that, that yeah, so I was like, oh my. So I'm you're like the big city kid going to Moreno Valley and you could like. Or st- I sold everything. I yeah. sold candy. I sold clothes. I sold hats. I sold the little Fresh Prince, dumbass Fresh Prince hats. I sold everything, bro. Wow. I sold fake babes, Jordan. I sold all that shit. Babe hoodies. I sold everything. Where do you go find fake babes and everything? Up in like Santiago or something? Nah, shit? nah, yeah. bro. I used, to, I used to just be on the internet. I used to be on the internet and just find those, uh. I just find those little websites, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, know, like, yeah. you know, when you go, go, start going to nice kicks and shit, you start yeah. getting in that that little that little warp, that wormhole of, like, 
just Chinese sites, pretty much like Alibaba, but just different sites. Yeah, right, right. And I would just, I would go on there and just find just the best prices. And then I'll be like fucking like 14, 15 brokering with these motherfuckers. And just, you know, my dad will find all the money too. So did you kind of feel like when you get to Reno Valley, you're the big kid on campus because you're like the, and everybody's kind of a mark or something? Because they're like mm-hmm. these small town kids or what? I was, I was more like the, the new kid. It was like, because my sister used to, my sister had just left that school. And I guess she, she kind of like gave that intro. Like, welcome my brother from Carson coming over here. Yeah, like yeah. gave everyone an introduction. Right. So when I went there, it was kind of like, uh. Like uh, they were kind of like in, you know what I'm saying, ex- anticipating my arrival, but at the same time I just I it was, it, right was, it wasn't nothing special to me, bro. That shit was it was like it was just a new place. Yeah. The only cool thing was they had lockers that you could use. You uh, guys didn't have lockers at Carson? Hell no. What? Nah, not we only had like pee lockers. You can't you can't you can't have like a regular school locker. That's just like gang banging shit. Like they just oh, yeah. I didn't know that. It's like a LA rule. Like it, well, like I guess that part of LA, it's like a crazy rule, bro. It's like you can't have no shit. There was, there was no you can't put your books in a locker. You know what I'm saying? There's no book lockers. Like as, that. as many people I've talked to that have gone to high school in LA, nobody's mentioned that before. For real? Nah, I grew up just having lockers. Like I, I never had a locker, bro, until I got to and I, that shit was that, that shit was tight to me when I went to. I was like, oh y'all get lockers, bro? Like yeah. what the? F- like, like I can hide all my candies yeah, and vapes in here. Yeah, I can hide everything in this, bro. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Carson High, we couldn't use the lockers. Yeah, wow. It, only PE lockers, that was it. You stayed at Marino Valley for the rest of your high school years? Or, um, no, or were you back and forth? Yeah, no, no, no. I stayed there. I stayed there till high school for sure. I just, yeah, that was it. Okay, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, what, what what's high school like for you? You're just hustling and you're like coming into your own. It was bad, all- actually. It was, kind of, it was bad. It was just weird. It was just like, it, it was never constant. It was nothing ever like, it was very like abstract, I would say, because it was like ninth grade, I was Carson High. And I, I feel like I didn't do no work there, but I was passing all my classes. I don't know, different different curriculum. I don't know what the fuck. MoVal, they were fucking, I guess the school I went to was a college prep school or some shit. So they were fucking Advanced. anal on everything. Yeah. Like, if I miss anything, I failed. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, bro, I would just shoot dice every day. I was just known as a kid that shot dice every day, fucking sold shit. And then um, I ended up getting expelled fucking from that school. I was there for like a semester, like a, like a maybe like. In the ninth grade and beginning of tenth grade, then I got expelled for fucking fighting, for being so. Well, not even fighting. I would just, I just, I went in someone's class and just beat this kid yeah, up. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then fucking, um, and then I went to homeschool. That shit sucked. I, I didn't do any work there at all, bro. Like my teacher, the homeschool teacher was like, "Hey, bro, like, you might as well find something else because like you're not doing shit, bro. Like you don't even read. You haven't even read a page in this book or da da da." Right. Because I was at the house all day. I was like, "What the fuck? Am I doing anything, bro? I'm just I'm bring telling the homies to ditch school and come over here and hang out with me, bro. I'm not doing no work." Right. And then fucking, and what? I, after that, I had to go to I had to go to like an expulsion school, and that shit, and that shit was tight too. That was easy because our funny thing is our, the teacher ends up getting hella sick. She gets some crazy illness. Yeah. And we get we get an old ass substitute teacher for the for the whole time. So it was like an old teacher for like you know them little long term subs. It's like oh shit, we might this like summer school, bro. It's nothing. Yeah. That fool used to let me leave class early to go hustle my shit at the at, at the other high school, bro. <laughs> He's let me leave school early. Well, let, let me ask you this: Do you ever feel like clearly you have this business regimen inherently within in you? Like yeah. you, you're like a young entrepreneur, yeah. and that none of the um, none of the like superiors in your life or none, none of the uh, authority in your life ever picked up on it and like tried to hone that. You know what I'm saying? No one ever. Well, that's he probably the only one that did because he was like he's he was like he understood my whole business model. So he used to let me. He used to let me like he was like yo. He's like don't tell nobody, but. Just go out the back door and you can go go ahead and settle hats and get your money. Dude, dude. Like he, he's like, give me five percent. though. No, he was cool. No, he was cool. <laughs> yeah. He was cool. I think I think I, I think I bought some rims off this fool one day for like my. I had a little Datsun. Yeah. I think I bought it fucking his rims or something. So he was like, he was always cool with me. That's tight. But uh, 
Yeah, though, that's pretty much all I did. And after that, I just went to I went to this other school. It was right next to next to it because it was like one of those credit recovery schools. You can get shit. You can get you your, just your you record get, fixed get, or whatever. You get credit just for showing up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Oh, all right. Like you get like you get like credit just for even walking in school. Yeah. And Brian, I'm graduating like like fucking a year early, which is kind of like a year like a, like half a year early. I graduated like oh, in like man. December or something like you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah, she was too easy. That all sounds to me like no one stepped in and said, like, yo, you're smart. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, did the teachers not care enough or something? Or what, it what's was going that. On? It was that. That school, the funny thing is, the, the, the last school I went to, Bayside, those teachers were actually cool as shit. They were more yeah. personal. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone there was a jackass. They didn't, they didn't care about shit. Yeah. And they were just like, yo, there, I, when I went there, I, I used to I used to fucking, I used to do, I used to have me and this group of girls. We would finish our work. And I would just give it to all the, like, hey, y'all, here. You, you, you just copy our work so y'all can just get some points or whatever the fuck. Bro, no lie, bro. I got the fucking. We had the uh, doing that shit. We got the most graduates in that school history, bro. Wow. <laughs> just my, just about me fucking my little like y'all. They cheated, but fuck it, bro. Yeah. Like it was like they weren't stupid. They just didn't want to do shit. They were just everyone was high as shit. Like right. That was the only school I knew where they had. They used to hide Mad Dog in the ceiling in the bathroom, bro. Oh my gosh, that's funny. I was I would take phone calls. I remember I was trying to I did I was trying to audition for like MTV like little shows back in the day. Yeah. I used to have the great pitches on emails, bro. So they was always I used to always get instant response. Really? Every time. Well, bro. What kind of shows were you trying to get? It was to? just I don't know, just random whatever. I just go on casting call thing and just go with whatever fucking shit. Like it would be like like pilots and shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And bro, I remember one time there was just the math teacher. Everyone fucking hates this guy. Yeah. Um, I got a call and it was thing was. 212, I forgot what the New York area code is. I yeah. was just like, I said, yo, I think it's in New York. I said, yo, let me answer the phone. Bro, everyone looked at this fool like, you gonna look, because he takes everyone's phone immediately. Yeah. Too, you bring it out. He was like, you going, he looked, he looked around. He was like, you finish your work? I was like, of course, man. That shit's easy. Yeah, yeah. He was like, all right, go to the back of the class. And bro, everybody, dog, everyone in the class looked at me like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I fucking hate, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This motherfucker is, dude, this nigga just came here. He does too much now, man. Like, da-da-da. like I was in there talking, I was on the phone just talking to MTV in the back of the class, bro. Like, like nigga, fuck this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, you know what I'm saying? I do that. I do that work in ten minutes, bro. It's nothing. Like, yeah. this is this is what I need to do right here, though. Yeah. They let me perform at that school too. They they had a stage. They let me perform there one day, like random. What? So while you're in school, you're already writing raps and shit. Yeah. It was my my dad got me his computer. You know, I had the little light scribe shit. So I made my little own like I printed my own little album cover and shit. Yeah. It was some trash shit, but either way, it was like it was like some super hip hop like backpack rap. You know of what course. I'm saying? Yeah. You know, we all start. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Everyone starts. Yeah. Off you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but then uh, I remember I gave my my counselor a CD, and this fool would bump that shit in the, in, the, in his office all day, wow. like all day. And then and one day they let they let me they like set up a little performance and shit. It was kind of tight. Dog. Yeah. So did you get a little bit of like credit recovery school fame then? Like no, no one, no, no one, everyone thought I was no, no one gave a shit. Bro. Yeah. No one gave a fuck about it. They're like, what is this talent show bullshit? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we they, they were happy because I got out of class for that shit. That was it, bro. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't give a shit about none of that. Yeah. Did you have jobs in high school or just like hustles? That's man, it. Man, I got one job just because I got a job at fucking, it was fucking, actually, no, I, had, I just had a McDonald's job like after high school, like yeah. for a little bit. But yeah. that was just because I felt like I needed to work. Like I never felt, I never knew what working a job felt like. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then I was, I had that and I worked at a warehouse after that for like a little bit and that was it. That was it. Yeah. yeah. And so what were the plans after high school? You graduated um, a year early. Like I got valedictorian at that school too, which is funny. Get the fuck out. Yeah, they gave they gave me like they gave me like they gave me a scholarship for a community college, bro. That shit was I guess that's what you get at a at a at a, at a credit recovery school, bro. Yeah. But I had like two free like years at like RCC or some shit like that. Did you go? 
Yeah, I went and I just I went there for like probably like a semester and some change and I was just didn't even I said fuck this. I was shit. gonna say like if you have trouble in a structured learning environment like high school, I'm sure that an unstructured learning environment right. like college, like you're probably like yeah, fuck it, this. it was it was so easy too, like you know, but it was just a like, but it was just too free. Like I, I was like, Oh, you can just walk up and leave, bro. I was yeah. like, I'm fucking out of here, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? Wait, there's no attendance? Like yeah. I'm gone. No, I feel bad though. I, st- I just left because I feel bad because there would be like group projects and shit and then like I just never would do anything. I'd never oh, show yeah. up, and I just felt just like a nightmare yeah. group project. Yeah, I was down. I remember I used to, people used to call me. I'd be in, I'd be in the parking lot smoking weed with my white hobie, and then this dude he could he could see me clearly in the car because the art class the, our art class was right there. He goes, bro, like, are you coming to class or not, man? We got the group project, man. And I was like, oh nah, bro, I'm not even here. And he's, I can fucking see you in the car. I was like, hey, well, man, I'm not coming, man. Fuck you. Bro. I was trash, bro. <laughs> I was garbage. That's why I just knew I was like. That's why I was gonna say. We fucking got off track earlier when you said when you said about the basketball shit. Yeah. That's exactly why I stopped playing basketball because I just felt in my head like, like these fools actually care. Like these, there was like fools that actually like, like these fools actually like they're really hoopers. I remember you or we meet real hoopers and shit. Like oh these niggas do travel ball. They're really hoopers. Like they be out here every day. I was like bro, I'm not. Yeah. I like. I, I guess this ain't for me then, bro. I was yeah. like, you guys really, you guys really be into this shit. I don't care about this that much. You didn't have like the Kobe, and you have like, I'm nah. gonna go take a thousand free throws. Nah, bro, yeah. I didn't give a shit about that. I just, I, it was just, I was just good at basketball, bro. That was it. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just, I thought it was like a high school thing to do to be on a basketball team and shit. Like, I didn't, I didn't like that shit like that. When do you start meeting all the people that I know you through in Marino Valley? Because I know you through like, yeah, Big Cali and Speak mm. and all, all these dudes. I came across Fayo. Oh, yeah, Fayo. When was it? No, I met Dre first. I met Dre first. That's when I was, I was trying to start a clothing line, and then Dre kind of just like, he kind of we, we met up at the same print shop, and he kind of just said fuck my shit, just joined his, just joined his fucking UTB. That's shit. UTB, yeah, yeah. So I said fuck it, and I just did that. Dre just kind of, we just kind of shared our formulas together, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I had a, I had a great, like I told you, I was a great emailer, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I had the great pitch line, so I was like, that was my first job, I was like doing the marketing pitches and all that shit. Yeah, but. uh Nah, but then I met, that's why I met Fail through them, um, and it was just, bro, it was, what's it called, when was this? It was like, I would say like right after high school, it was like probably when I was like, I would say like 19 or something like that, 18, because it was around 08, because I graduated 08, and okay. UTB started 08, so yeah. it was like, as soon as Dre took me in, it was just, we were just cool since then, and Speak, Speak was, was through Fail. Yeah. No, we uh, they, they everyone knew Speak from high, like you know what I'm saying. That he was named, you know what I'm saying. They called him Negretti, Negretti from high, the rapper yeah. from high school, whatever. Right. And then Speak, I just he, I remember we we all moved into Reem's house. Reem's mom moved. She moved to Philly for a little bit, yeah. and we all just fucking. That was like the first the first frat house, bro. It was just like we all just fucking stayed there, bro. And that's yeah. when we all kind. That's when we, that's that's when I started meeting. You know what I'm saying I started meeting yeah. you and Speak. Cause Speak used to bring us out here to all the hip hop shows. Right, right. I didn't know about none of that shit. Yeah, like he put me on like bananas and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? But you were still making music this whole time. Mm-hmm. Like I would imagine you meet Fayo and it's like you meet a kindred spirit because you got another dude in your city that's yeah. also making music. Yeah, yeah. You got some swag. Like, I finally found. I finally found. Like I finally found my group, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because I was just hanging out with some random thug motherfuckers or just like. Uh, just like the homies I grew up with that we used to just do random, you know what I'm saying, just fucking crime together and shit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that was the first, like, like the first group of artists I ever fucked with, you know what I'm saying? And it kind of, I mean, they're they're all older than me too, so I was just soaking game from them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what did you learn while you are soaking game? Uh, bro, I learned, I learned fucking, I, I say a lot of dumb shit, so I had, to, I had to, like, cut back, I had to, like, watch what the fuck I say. I just used to ramble and say dumb shit. Um... At, like in your songs, you mean? Or, no, or I'm like talking in about general. just no in general. Like they, they, my, they, they fucked with my rapping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
They, I just, ca- they told you like, hey, sometimes like your characters fucked. Yeah, you can't be saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't just be saying sh- random shit like that. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? You like, bro, like, 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 say less than you need to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. I used to just, I used to just, I used to be high, just saying random shit, bro, all the time. I just, I, I really had no, uh, really had no, uh, no, no top on my lid. You know what I'm saying? That shit was, shit was pretty bad. Yeah. But uh, um, it was kind of a melting pot of things that we all kind of just soaked in from each other, man. It was weird. Nah, but even the fact that they taught you like to shut the fuck up sometimes is like that's strong game. You know yeah, what I mean? Speakers like, always speakers always used to always cuss me out. I'm the same. I'm, 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 I'm the same way. Oh, that, that's ironic as fuck. That speak is the one that told you that you need to talk less yeah. because that motherfucker never shuts yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Get the fuck out of here. That's funny. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Him. Yeah. So, so it always, it always, I, I think, like impressed and confused me that you guys all kind of stayed out there and didn't really decide to migrate to Los Angeles. It, it low key fucked us up too. Low key. Uh, you think so? Yeah. Yeah. I think I went further too. I went. I had my deal, and I, I moved to fucking Palm Springs like area, and I was like, oh, wow. everyone was like, why the fuck are you going further, further, further? You know what I'm saying? It was Were like, you on like La Quinta or something. I shit? was like in Cathedral. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, I don't know, it was weird. We just had, me and Rima just had a weird ass like, like an infatuation with like just seeing the future, how this just, what it is now, you know what I'm saying? Like, so me and Reem kind of just spotted like the desert being a hub like in the future. Yeah. But um, it was, it was just a bad time to do that shit, you know what I'm saying? To, to go out there because it was like, it was like sacrificing your sacrifice my actual career, bro. I was signed, bro. And I, you know what I'm saying? That shit ended up fucking my whole shit up, you know what I'm saying? Where were you signed? Sony or Epic. Oh, you got signed to Epic? Yeah, I was signed with through Sil- Sylvia signed me. Sylvia Rohn signed me. I had no idea. Oh, I don't real? know who oh, Sylvia Rohn is either. You know who Sylvia Rohn is? That sounds familiar, but I, I don't know. And she's yeah. the one who she signed like like everyone, like Busta Rhymes and all that shit. Get the fuck out. Yeah, but you know all the you know all those all the Busta Rhymes Missy videos and all that shit, yeah. the High Williams? Yeah. She's the one who signed off on all those oh, videos. I didn't yeah. Know that. Okay, her. yeah, that sounds familiar. She had like Electra, a bunch of other shit. Yeah. That's amazing. Wait, I didn't know that you were signed. I didn't know that at all. So like, when did when do you get signed? How does that happen? It Tell was like right story. around like around like the I Ain't Happy times when me and Vince dropped I Ain't Happy. Like around twenty was it twenty thirteen or something yeah. like that. My, I did my first Smokerscope tour around that time. I think it was 2013, 2012. I forgot what year it was. Yeah. I think twenty thirteen. Uh-huh. And then yeah, I remember. I just remember. Uh, I saw I met Shy. I dropped that Motto song with Fayo, and then. Um, uh, yeah, Dre. I told Dre to hook up with this dude Shice for merch. You know what I'm saying? Johnny Shice was cinematic. I was like, yo, go to him for this merch. And then he ends up showing, Dre ends up showing him, like, because ha- I had the merch on in my video. So he ends up showing him the video. And he's like, who the fuck is that? I want to sign him. And so Dre just, this fool just fucking, motherfucker just calls me on the phone. I, Dre says, this fool's going to call you, do the Shice. And I was like, oh shit, he wants to sign you. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. He hits me up. He said, I sent him some music, and this fool, his, he, we just stay in contact, and he ends up, t- like, within, like, a month, he says, he says, yo, yo you, Sylvia wants to sign you to Epic. And I'm like, wow. I was like, bro, I'm like, bro, I, I didn't, I was like a year I didn't sign. I didn't sign for, like, a whole year, bro. Like, I, I didn't, I just, you know, back in the day, it was, like, obsessed with us. We were just like, oh, man, just be independent, dude. Independent you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was kind of like, I just wanted to, you know what I'm saying, weigh my options out. And then after the tour, I found out Def Jam. Sean Money wanted to sign me too. Sean Money wanted to sign me to Def Jam. I was like, what the fuck, bro? So it was like Def Jam and Sony wanted to sign me at the same time. What the fuck? I didn't know any of that. For real? That's crazy. Yeah, Sean Money wanted to sign me, bro. Um, This fool pulls up on me. I'm leaving. I already signed signed to Epic at this point. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, fuck it. I talked to Ty's mom, met Jay Prince. Ty took me to Jay Prince out. Jay Prince was over my contract. Shit. Didn't even know who Jay Prince was until that day, which is crazy. Didn't know who he was. I just, right. I just, they just kind of told me along the way, and I was like, now I know. Like, I told everyone now. They be like, you met Jay Prince? And I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I went to his crib in Vegas, bro. I, from, you know, I went there. You know what I'm saying? I pulled up. Wow. Same where, where Floyd and all them live. Yeah. 
So I did that. So Zena takes me there. Ty's mom drives me there so Jay can read the contract. And he ends up calling Shipes, low-keeper, tells him he's my uncle. Though He's like, hey, man. He's like, hey, man. Everyone's going to. Everyone's gonna know my voice, man. So I was like, well, he's not gonna know your fucking voice, man. Just call him, man. He was like, hey, man, this, this is Cash's uncle, man. We got this contract. Uh, I just wanna know, I just wanna know you got his best interest, cause you know, that's my nephew, man. So if you fuck him over, you know what I'm saying? Shit can get real. He just, you know, he does a J Prince shit. Oh my gosh. And then this fool Shipes calls me fucking three days later and cusses me out. You got fucking J Prince calling me? I was like, how? I said, this nigga really. I said, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know who J Prince is. I didn't know his voice was that fucking recognizable, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he knew immediately. He kind of pressed me on that shit. Like he was, he, I, that almost fucked everything up right there. That almost ended everything. Cause he was like, oh, you got this, you got this fool J Prince calling me. Da-da-da. And I was like, I was like, bro, like, that's my uncle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, like, he said, it. I'm his nephew, man. Like, I mean, of course he's going to call you, bro. Like, as long as you cool, we cool. Yeah. And then I did the, I'm saying, I did the tour, Def Jam, and then I ended up just fucking signing the song. Wait, don't skip over that. What do you mean you did the tour of no, Def Jam? No, the smokers, I did a Smokers Club tour. Yeah. As I mentioned earlier. Oh, I did, Smokers so, Club. Yeah, okay. so he, see, so pretty much he, I was, I was fucking with him. I didn't sign a contract with him yet, though. I was, uh, it was just, it was, I was supposed to sign a manager, a managerial contract yeah. pretty much. What is the Smokers Club tour? Why does that sound so familiar? I have a very bad short That's the, it was the, it was, it was, it was cinematic little tour. It was like, uh, it was like Joy Badass. The first one was Joy Badass, Juicy J. Oh, right. Okay. And then the other one, the other one was like Absol. Uh, How long was that tour? It was um, it was a summer tour, so it was like July July thirteenth or something like that. To like, to like the end of August, almost September. It was like a long. It was like it was like a long. That's your first tour. Mm-hmm. Your first tour is with like all these huge acts. Juicy, that's Juicy J at his peak. That, that was, was like that yeah. was like the Juicy Bands, J. Bands 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 Bands, yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, around that time, yeah, all right that shit. then, yeah, that's crazy. Blue Dream and Lean, all that, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like Rubber Band Bennis, yeah. Lex Luger, like it was, it was the Fat Trail was, it was me, Fat Trail, Juicy J, Joy Badass, Smoke Dizza. Wow, um, I, dude, yeah. Cash, I had no idea that that was like, I, I didn't know any of that happened. That's there, yeah, yeah, bro. That was, it was, bro, it was, it happened quick, bro. Yeah, like, like we could have been hanging out the day before, and it just that's happened. That's what I'm saying yeah. is like, I, man, you're you're someone that I've all, that I see around everywhere yeah. that I don't know anything about, to be honest. Like, I'm, very and, and I'm sure bro. You, you're yeah. the same way about me, where it's like you you meet people backstage yeah. and shit, and you hang out, and everybody's cool, whatever, whatever. But I have no idea how I would just tell how the homies that. make the money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I have no idea what anybody does. Like I was just telling upon that yesterday. I said I said this is gonna be a cool interview because like me and I said me and my nigga Lee. I was like, bro, I. We know each other, bro. Yeah. Like, I see him all the time. We had yeah. combos, but it just we, it never, my, it's never it, been like an in-depth combo. That's it. Bro. Like, you know yeah, you're saying? my guy, but I, but like I have plenty of dudes that are my guy that I know nothing about. I, it's exactly. Just like, it's just good vibes. You yeah. feel me? Like that's I don't it. Get that, I don't want to get that deep, bro. Yeah, you know exactly. Because like backstage drinking and shit. Like, what are we supposed and to be talking like, about? Like, so tell you about where are you from? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's cornball shit until you sit down and do it. But yeah, no, that's wild. I had no idea that you did all that, and then. And so you move to the desert and blow it. Yeah, Is that moved, that's what happens? I moved to the desert. Yeah, I got stagnant. I wasn't making no music, bro. Why? I don't know. What happened? Uh, the, 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 the manager contract fucked up, too, because uh, I never I didn't sign the contract, right, with, with Shives. Mm-hmm. Still, paid him, still paid everyone their money and shit. Yeah. But it was just one of those, like, he just felt, you know what I'm saying? He got felt a little, you know what I'm saying, a little, little, little way, so I never signed his contract. You know what I'm saying? It was almost like I was, I was leaving him for the industry in a way, you know what I'm saying? He helped me, so he kind of yeah. felt kind of personally back, like backstabbed him or I something like that. Yeah. But it was never about that. I told him I was like, I just, I just didn't like the wording of his contract. That was it. It was only a three year contract, and it, I ain't gonna find. I would have, 
If I look back at it, I would just signed it. It was three years. It was like it wasn't even that much. It wasn't that crazy. But it's just there were so many forever words on that contract. Like, yeah, like indefinitely, and yeah, like it was yeah. like it was all in old English too. It was like kind of weird, bro. Right. And I just didn't feel comfortable signing that shit. And so you signed with Epic around that time. Yeah, he got me that deal with Epic, bro. And then fucking, this funny thing is, I tell Shamani wanted to sign me yeah. to Def Jam. Shamani ends up getting fired from Def Jam. He gets hired by from Epic. He ends up being my A and R. Get out. So it was like per- it was like the perfect perfect chess move I did because if I did Def Jam, I'd have been fucked. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, right, right. Because like if you would have signed a Def Jam and then he moves to Epic, you would have nobody at Def Jam nothing, on your side. They'd be like, "This isn't my artist. Exactly. I don't care about this." And then you're like shelved. That's how that shit exactly. happens, right? So that sounds like this great setup where it's like, "Yo, you're signed to Epic, and this dude who wanted to sign you to Def Jam is now on your team and A and Ring you." And so like, it seems like you've got the world at your fingertips, right? Thought it, thought it was like that, but yeah, as soon as that, as soon, it's the thing. You don't have that. You don't have that manager. In that in your corner when it, when you fucking with like when you in New, in New York City and all that. So you moved to New York or were you? No, no, they oh. were, bro. They were flying, bro. Sony was flying me out every fucking. I pretty much lived there. They, they flew me out to stay in Manhattan for like two weeks every month, bro. Like every month, they, bro. My budget was only thirty thousand. They spent four hundred thousand on me. What? Never dropped the album. Holy shit! So never how, dropped the album and ever. Do, and so how does that work? Never right? paid back. No, they they like, don't ask for it to get paid back. Like no, my my lawyer called me. My lawyer called me when when the shit ended and shit. Yeah, they're like ah whatever. Yeah, my lawyer was like it's weird. He's like he's like they ended the contract, but it's it's like they're saying you you don't you're just you're good. Like you you're like you're like you don't have to pay nothing or anything. I don't get it. They're like this like it never happens this way. And I was like, I was like nigga, I don't know. Damn, I, they yeah. spent four hundred G's on you. What does that look like? I didn't see that shit. I didn't. I didn't see the money. I just. I mean, they, you just. My, my you advance, just spent it. Fuck. My advance. My advance was like my advance was hundred. My contract was pretty much right under a million. It was nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. So, but what? I didn't. I didn't get that much money though. You know what I'm saying? This I, is in 2013. Yeah. You're signing a damn near million dollar deal in yeah, 2013. Pretty much. That's but it, crazy. And I and I negotiated for like four albums only. They they wanted like they wanted like six albums or something. Like that. I negotiated four to six. Yeah. Who did they put you in rooms with? Like who who were you recording with? I wasn't that's the thing. Since it wasn't it was it was it wasn't as I got the list of producers and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Like did you just choose and shit? Yeah. I was supposed to fuck with Zaytoven, but he said I had to pull up to Atlanta. I never pulled up to Atlanta. He he said I had to go to his studio, but he said he was down. I just never pulled up. Yeah. I uh, worked with like it was like around that, around that time it was like Drummer Boy, uh uh, uh, hit maker, Young Bird pulled up, maybe gave me some. Uh, he was funny. All his songs he gave me had him on the hook. <laughs> <laughs> That's tight. Uh, uh, Battle Cat. Oh wow. Hey, I brought. I'm so mad. My computer crashed with Battle. I had a uh, Battle Cat gave me a whole folder of beats. Fucking crashed. Are you serious? Yeah. Did it? Did it? Did it back it up or nothing, Doug? Oh my god. Big C still bad to this day, Doug. Cause I, he he gave me some shit too. Like he he even gave me like a posse cut track that he was gonna get. He was just wanting me to do a verse on. He was gonna get. And it's like stack it up with other, like yeah. whoever, all his, whatever homies, it could have been Snoop, it could have been anybody, Dad, it could have been somebody. And I fucking lost the fucking, that shit crashed, bro. Like oh this shit was, it was sad, bro. Um, but it wasn't as many people as you think. Sean Money made me a beat too. Sean Money gave me some shit. Um, but yeah, I'm saying that ma- that that manager shit, because Shipes, Shipes was actually the one getting me all the beats, bro. Like Shipes was like, he used to, bro, Shipes was getting me everyone's shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I got a Kenny Beats beat before, because he used yeah. to work for Cinematic or whatever the fuck. So he was getting me shit. But yeah, as soon as as soon as he left, bro, I I really I really felt that that blackball feeling. You know what I'm saying I know what that shit feels like. You know what I'm saying like yeah. everything just everything just failed, and you can I can just see it in everyone's eyes too. Like it's like man, yeah, I noticed that the people in the label were doing they were doing like shit that they weren't supposed to be doing for me. You know what I'm saying like 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 uh, they'll be they'll be like I had day to days people with me. They they were doing like they were like setting shit up that a manager would usually kind of like handle and shit. Like they were doing all that, and they they were kind of fucking they were kind of over it. You know what yeah. I'm saying. 
So yeah, Sylvia just called me. I remember Sylvia, I was in Vegas. This one, oh, I moved to Vegas too. That's the thing too. I, after that shit, and I was like, I, when I kind of knew I was gonna get dropped, bro. Yeah. Like I kind of just feel it because I was stagnant. I was like, it's, it's gonna happen. This is, it's, yeah. I can just feel this shit, bro. How, I can't how long even, was it? A year? Or? It was like it was like it was almost two years. Yeah, oh, it was like yeah. pretty much almost about. It was like a year and some like probably like six months, maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and I, w- I moved to Vegas. That's when I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna be a hustler. I'm just gonna, you know what I'm saying? Go out here, move to, move, move my stripper girlfriend, and just, you know what I'm saying? Just, just, I just got fat, bro. I just was eating food all day and just fucking just posted in Vegas, fucking depressed as shit. Yeah. And then fucking Sylvia calls me, bro. Like I get that little, Sylvia's on the line for cashes for cashes, dude. And I just, bro, I knew it. I just that day, that morning, it was early in the morning. I just knew that shit. And she was like, yeah, she just she she said it so sweet though. You know what I'm saying? She was she it was like she she let me out very like it was cool. Kept it funky because she, you know, she said like, you know, keep in touch if you ever got. And I was like, hey, I said, don't give me that. I said, don't. Yeah. I told her I, I got mad. I was like, don't bullshit me, my nigga. Like, just, yeah. just tell, just tell me, I'm, just tell me you drive me and just get the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's, you don't got to play fake with me, bro. It's cool. Right. Like, like you, you my partner, man. Like, just be real with me. Right. No, she said, she said, bro, my number's not gonna change. Just call, bro, her number still hasn't changed. She's, she's, she doesn't, she didn't lie. Wow. Yeah, it's weird. Like she'll, she'll call right now. She'll answer the phone. You know what I'm saying? Right. But. Yeah, it was just um, just tough situation. Yeah, luckily I was a good person at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Cause like now, like I still I still have like relationships with like a handful of people. Still, you know what I'm saying? They still kind of throw me lives here and there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was it was a it was a, it was it was it was it was there and gone like quick. I'm I'm like mind blown. Not yeah. not because I didn't know that you had that in you, but just because I didn't know any of that took place. And I wasn't even that good of a rapper at that time in my life yet. I wasn't even optimized. Like I I made. I just I just caught a I just caught a bug, bro, and I just I, I just I knew what I had. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. It was good. The music was good, bro. Right. But in my eyes, like I wasn't like. But like, you do like have the look too. Like I could yeah. see why somebody would see one video yeah. of you and be like, "I want to sign that." Yeah. Because you can that's teach she, somebody to said. rap. You can't teach somebody to look cool yeah. and be cool. You know what I mean? Sylvia kept it that way. Sylvia said, "I I signed you because how she said I didn't sign you because of music." She said, "I'm gonna keep it that way." She said, "I just signed you because I, I just I, I seen your face and I was like, cool. I want to sign him." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude. Yeah, you're like a good looking dude. You got a cool swag. Always have. Like yeah. you walk. In a room and and like people yeah. notice you, you feel me? That's why that's why they fucked with me. Yeah, and that was like, I mean, I got it, you know what I'm saying? But I just, but that's what fucked me up though in my in the head because I was like, I was like, I was like, bro, like I want to be good at rapping though, and then you know what I'm saying? Like I'm yeah. like this shit, this shit. It was very important to me to know because you know what I'm saying I came from I came from from y'all, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, you it was come like, from like a, ba- a like, come on, man. It, yeah, you come from some rapping ass rappers. Yeah, it's like it's like getting my st- like, so you couldn't get out of your own way and like let people help you write or something. Like like here's the thing is like I always think about like when I was uh, 18 or something, yeah. I, and if somebody told me like oh we're gonna sign you but you have to let other people write your songs, I would yeah. be like fuck that. Yeah. Now I look back, I'm like man, I wish somebody would have came at me like that. I would have been great. I, I, I said the same thing to Sylvia. Was like we're gonna get you in a room. A bunch of writers and shit, yeah. and then you're in your head, you're thinking they're gonna write the whole fucking song for you, but nah, they're, they're they could just write, they could be writing a hook, they could be doing, right. they could be anything, and they're also throwing ideas yeah, out and like, oh, I'll you know that what, shit now. that syllable maybe change it to this instead, like that little shit. I do that shit now, bro. That's all I realized. I was like, bro, I'm, I was being a jackass, you know what I'm saying? I be telling the homies, like, yo, so you were too proud, you, you were too proud, or hell what? yeah, that's all it was. It was just, it was me, I, I didn't know shit about, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I didn't know shit. I had no, I had really no mentors besides like Ty and his mom and like just yeah. whatever y'all taught me, you know what I'm saying? I didn't. I didn't know. My family doesn't know shit either. They're just like, they were mad because I was holding out on a deal. You don't, what the hell? Like, you, this was a rap deal. Like, they, yeah. they didn't know shit about the industry, though. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. so I don't know what to do, bro. Like, I didn't know. That's hard. Yeah, it's hard without a lot of guidance. And that said, I mean, Ty is good guidance. That's somebody who knows his shit. Bro, but him like, and his mom put me on so much game, bro. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, like, yeah, you really need somebody to, like, 
guide you through. Yeah. You know, like you have to have that manager, like you said. I needed it. Yeah. Yeah. Without that, bro, I got it was, I got lost in the whole industry sauce, bro. Literally, wow. bro. Like and so quick. That, and so that's like five years ago now, or how? Yeah, long it's ago? around. Yeah, because it ended like it ended like 2014. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, what have the last five years been like? They've been rough, bro. They've been, uh, you know what I'm saying? They, they, when you say rough, was there a period of depression afterwards? Hell or like yeah. Li- strong. Strong yeah, depression, yeah. bro. It's okay. like, imagine, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, being from, like, a weird-ass small town and shit. Even people back in Carson, bro, you know what I'm saying? Everyone knew that shit. That, you know what I'm saying? I got signed in that shit. So it was like, it was like, you know, everyone has that facade. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he's a rapper. He got signed. So he's supposed to, you know what I'm saying? It's supposed to look something different. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a depression, bro. It was depression. Just me just being like... Like damn, bro. Like I kind of like like everyone's now everyone's outlook of a rapper is kind of like oh this nigga just nigga this nigga just failed, bro. You know what I'm saying or whatever. If I'm having all these all these fucking thoughts in my head, bro. Like like damn, can I even come back from this shit, bro? Like like what the fuck do I do? Did I just did I blow did I blow my only chance? You know you only get one shot. Like did I blow my shot? You know what I'm saying? Like how do I how do I come back from this shit? I think about that so frequently about how the music industry really like uh, lifts people up and then drops them indefinitely or like you like it's like it's like this abuse cycle you know what i'm saying where they'll build somebody up and hype them up and then they don't give a fuck about them two years later but no one talked to me but from the labels like they they, no one will respond back to me and shit and while people from the outside in your town are looking at you like oh he fucking failed that's whatever like his shit's over like you're still alive doing you're still a human being with emotions you're still living your life fans online will be like oh he fell off and it's like bitch i'm still here like what the fuck yeah, so how do you cope with that? Bro, I was, you... I was, a, bro. I still to this day, I still haven't got a job since that because I feel like I feel like I'm, I'm like I'm moving backwards or something. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's like it's like a weird. It like, fucks with you. Internally. It fucks with me internally, bro. Yeah. I, I'll be depressed, bro. I'll just be. I probably, bro. I probably want to off myself with a job if I, if I, if I, if I'm working an assembly line or something. I just can't do it. But it, I, I mean, as crazy as it sounds, though, like, like as long as I, you know, what I'm saying the humbleness about myself, bro. It just, it, it just. I mean, it kept me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not broke or anything, you know what I'm saying? I'm cool. I'm, right. I, I'm living, I can, you know what I'm saying? I pay rent. I do the same shit everyone else does. But it's just, I just had to figure out. That's when I, that's when I, it gave me time to figure out, like, like I told you earlier, I, I, want, I wanted to learn how to rap better, you know what I'm saying? So I just, I just focused on learning how to be tight as shit at rapping and just like, like any beat you can give me, I can do whatever, the, you know what I'm saying? There's no, there's no, there's no limits or anything like that. And I figured out, I guess everything else will fall back into place. And it didn't happen until now, recently. Like, honestly. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. How do you start to come out of the dark place? Uh, shit. More working with my friends, you know what I'm saying? Like, more like, uh, like, like, actually, like, jamming out. We jam out all the time. Like, we'll be up, we'll, like, we'll start, I started making beats and shit, you know what I'm saying? Just random little things just to, just up, just, just to... Just expand my mind musically or whatever. I started like making these little experimental albums with like with like uh, uh, some producer homies and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and it was just that little shit just kind of like gave me the push. Like you know what, bro? Like I don't. I mean, you can be old as shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's like if, I mean, if you're nice, bro, you nice. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't really. 2020 is the living proof of that. Like oh, yeah. all the hottest records this year are by dudes that are in their like Old as late shit. to yeah. 30s to early 40s. Like, are you kidding? Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, bro, we just I just I just I just want to make forever. You know what I'm saying? I'm just learning how to make like get that forever sound. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever yeah. you do, just make some timeless shit, and then it's gonna you know what I'm saying? You'll be good regardless, bro. Like I ain't tripping. Right. And so in avoiding uh, getting a job, how have you stayed afloat? 
Hustling? Yeah, that's ba- it. Back to high school hustling? That's it, bro. Just whatever I can do, bro. Just to hustle any way possible, bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Besides selling my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, and so back in the murder? Are you back in the murder vow? Yeah, I am, actually. Yeah, yeah I'm back. I was, I was living in downtown Riverside for a little bit. I um, sounded so square when I said that. Murder vow? Back in the murder? Yeah, I pretty yeah. Much, I stay out. I'm pretty much there uh, for the yeah. time being. You know what I'm saying? I always, I always, I always go back there too. It's funny. Like every time something happens, I always move away. Yeah. And but I, when I need to, like, you know what I'm saying, download some shit and regroup, I just go back there for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because I got a, uh, it's like uh, my uh, my folk spot. It's like uh, it's like a like a it's like a, I, I built the oasis there. You know what I'm saying? It's I got, the home I got, base. Yeah, I got yeah. my garden and shit there. Yeah. I got like it's like I got it's my shit. You know, it's what a saying? sanctuary. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much my crib in a way, you know what I'm saying? So it's like my, like, I mean, I lived there forever, and then pretty much, like, my dad didn't even want to live there anymore, you know what I'm saying? It's like he just there just because, you know what I'm saying? Because his job's kind of close to it, but he was like, bro, can you just, he wants me, he, like, he pretty much like, nigga, this is your house now, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, the rent's this much, like, it just, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to leave soon, but this is just, you know what I'm saying? Just hold it down. Because yeah. I can't, I don't trust your brothers, man. They're going to destroy this place. <laughs> so I just, I just stay there to hold it down. You and, need to be a voice actor, dog. Like, that's, that's, that's my dream job, bro. Yeah, is it really? You got all the impersonations. I want to be, be a voice actor you've so done, bad, you, dog. You've done probably like seven voices since the show started. That's all I do, man. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed that. Yeah. Uh, so a- after um, this period of depression when you get dropped, right, yeah. and you're living in Vegas, how long is it until you finally start writing again? Or did you ever actually stop? I never stopped writing, no. Um, I would just I would just do an experimental shit. Like I said, I was just yeah. – I was uh, – what, what does experimental mean? Like just like just like like just doing shit like like recording myself. You know what I'm saying? It's me experimenting, like okay. me experimenting with music wise. Just like I never really recorded. Like I was started recording myself and shit. Started started shooting videos of my. I, mean, I did like I just shot this video on the fucking phone. It was like a it was like a POV video, bro. It was literally like it was it was some it was some pretty it's pretty gnarly shit. It's called the what's the video? It's called um what's this shit called? It's called Chaperone. Yeah. Um, and it's literally. I told my, my girl worked at a strip club. And I told her, I was like, yo, I'm going to pick you up today. And I was like, I'm going to, sh- I have this idea. I'm going to shoot this video on my phone. Cause I just got this little, like, it was like the high eight little resolution type of thing. It was like some class, some old school looking shit. Yeah. And then I was like, yo, get this girl. I was like, just get, just meet a girl at the club. Like whatever. Just one of your little coworkers, whatever the fuck. Just get me a girl. Cause I, I need, I want, I have this vision that you're going to come in with this girl and we just going to be driving around Vegas. And then we, you know what I'm saying? And about the crib, da, 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 da. Yeah. Bro, I just literally, she calls me, pick me up. I think I got somebody. We can shoot the video. I was like, cool. I started filming it in a car, you know what I'm saying? I'm just doing like a like a POV, the phone and shit, me driving. Pull up to the club. Two girls come out, my girl, another girl. And then literally it was like, it was, I mean, you've watched the video. It's like, yeah. you you see, we end up being in the house. We end up in the house. It's like, you know what I'm saying? They're fucking, they're fucking, you know what I'm saying? Wearing lingerie, dancing around the crib, fucking doing, doing fucking drugs and shit. And I was like... I'm just, and I'm just laying on the bed, just filming this shit. Just like I just have like my leg in the video or something like that. Like you can only see like my leg or like my fucking my fingers or something like that. But I was just doing random. I was just doing random shit like that just to just to keep myself. You know what I'm saying? Just to like stay sane, stay sane bro. Like, cause there was no there was nowhere to record in Vegas that I knew of, pretty much. Cause my homie went to jail. My only friend in Vegas went to jail, so I didn't know where to go. I didn't know where the fuck to look. You know what I'm saying? So um, how long do you stay in Vegas? I only stayed for like nine months. And what what was the catalyst that made you move from Vegas? Uh, just just broke up with the girl. Not no, even that. No. Just it's just um, it was just 
just the the, the whole lifestyle of it. Because I wasn't a ga- I wasn't even a ga- I wasn't a gambler either. So it's like that would that would have sucked if I was because that would have been worse. But I wasn't a gambler. I just literally I didn't like the lifestyle of it, bro. It was just it was nothing to do but just wake up at a weird ass time because I'm staying up late to go pick this girl up from the fucking from the strip club because we only had one car. You know what I'm saying? Right. So strip club picking her up, going to sleep, eating some food. Taking her to the strip club, going to sleep, wake. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. like it was. You're, it was you the weren't most, inspired. It was the most depressing thing ever, bro. And yeah. Vegas sucks, except for the strip, bro. Nothing. Strip sucks. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like Vegas is trash. So it was cheap rent. The rent was like fucking 800 bucks a month or some shit. It was nothing. That was like one night. Right. You know what I'm saying? So fucking um, it was just bad, bro. Like it was bad. It was I was I lived by a fucking like a fucking heroin junkie ass like apartment across the street, and then fucking the neighbor fucking off this kid and fucking. And it's in himself, bro. Like right, he lived right next door to me in the apartment. I was like, bro, I'm out of here, bro. I said, this shit is weird, bro. Wow. Like, I fucking hate this place, dog. So when you get back to Marino Valley, do you start kind of like leaning on the homies to get your shit back together? Like, do you hit up Cali? Do you hit up Fayo? Do you hit up these dudes going like, yo, man, like, we gotta get shit popping again? Or I'm what trying happens? to remember what the fuck I did at that point. Um, I don't know what the fuck I did at that point in my life. I don't know. I don't know what's like where I was at in my life at that point. You know what I'm saying? I was probably. I, was, I, I, I be seeing you around at that point. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. I might have just shit. I don't know. I think fail. I was getting ready to move. I think I was just trying to start a bunch of. I had a bunch of ideas of things, but just never. That was like the, that was like the moment in life when I just had ideas that I never did. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. do this, do that. Never did any of that shit, bro. Right. I think I just. Yeah, I think I just probably like sold drugs or something. I don't know what the fuck I did at that point in my life, bro. I didn't do shit. So then, when does Best Western come around? That that literally just came into fruition like last year. So, Literally, yeah. So, so you kind of had to do some soul searching. Like, do I still want to rap? Yeah. And you came to the conclusion, like, yeah, I do. Yeah. And I had all, everything else was like collab albums. I did like a collab with the homie Demore. We did like Sunny Me Slim. That was that was just like that was just me. I was I he just started making beats, yeah. and that was me. Like, I was like, look, you're just making beats. I was like, just, just you know, no one's gonna just rap on your beats immediately. So I was like, I was like, but I like your shit. So I was like, I'm just, let's just make some projects so people, so people start noticing you as a producer. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If I'm rapping on it, it might be cool. So we did that. So I spent like, I spent like some a year, a, a whole year on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So after that, that's when I was like, I was like, I think it's time for me to do some solo shit, bro. I was like, cause that shit kind of gave me the push, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Start, start performing again a little bit. We probably did like three shows only, but. But that shit got me right back in the group. I started seeing, like, the reactions, and, like, I, shit, when I was on stage, it shit felt good, bro. I was just like, fuck, bro. Like, I'm fucking, I, I want to do this shit so bad, bro. Yeah. And so how many producers are on uh, Best Western? How do you start gathering beats? It's like four, maybe. And, and yeah, and, yeah are these just dudes you've known? Nah, there was, um, funny thing is a whole, what's, what was it say? Nah, the, the producers on there probably were, hmm. One of them I don't. Even, one of them I haven't met personally. Phony Wallace. He's 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 one of my uh, my artists, Uncle John. Yeah, uh, and he's from lives in Long Island. He just sent me a pack of beats, and I I just that's like Uncle John's. Uh, that's his like homie day to day in house producer. Okay. He just sent me that, so that's the intro to my album. And then the check in song, the one I have the video for, that's this dude named L. I met him through uh, working on a, the Sunny Me Slim album I was telling you about. Yeah. I was. Um, the dude that was the, the homie Novi that was um, he was uh, pretty much like mixing and mastering the project. We would go to his house in L.A. Yeah. and that, that fool L was just sitting on the couch one day. You know, I'm just posted, and then we were we were uh, we were cool because he's born the same day as me. That was kind of random. I just found out he was born the same day as me, and then I found out he made beats, but never really. It wasn't really like okay, I'm gonna send you some beats. 
I would go to the studio where I recorded in Riverside when I stayed downtown Rib, the homie Drazza Studios, where I still record now. He actually, he actually just randomly books time. Like they'll be there when I'm, I just pull up to the studio. This will will book time. He'll, he'll be there from like 3 p.m. to like fucking 8 p.m. or so. He'll be like three to three to seven or 12 to seven. He'll be there a few there for pretty much like six hours. And um, and I used to, I just kind of just caught him one day. You know what I'm saying? Like caught him and he just played some slaps. And I just I just snatched the beats up from there from that at that point you know what I'm saying yeah and check in was funny too because I mocked him when that when that shit when I when I heard that shit I was I walked in I was like what the fuck is this boom bap fucking game documentary bullshit you playing yeah. 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 bro took his he got he got pretty hot when I said that shit but then and then um but I told him that I said that shit was I was like bro that shit's fired I'm, I'm yeah. not I'm not I'm, I'm not I'm just I'm not I'm just teasing you I'm just teasing you but yeah. it's just this is heat yeah. And this fool, I asked him to send me two like two other beats that he that he wanted me to hop on. And this fool goes, he sends me that fucking beat. He sends me the fucking that boom bap shit, yeah, trying yeah. to be funny and shit. Yeah, yeah. And I ended up making the fucking one of the most bang like the most probably the one banger on my project. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Do you feel uh, with Best Western that you've become the rapper that you always wanted to become? Yeah, low yeah. key. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like it's like it's like. What I was in the beginning, like the my first project, Sending Side Up, which got me. The, that's the one when I got the deal around that one. Yeah. I feel like I'm back in that groove, but like way more polished. You know what I'm saying? Because it was it was it was always hard getting back to like that style of record. You never you know like when you when like you're pop. You know when you like make your make your um you, you whatever your debut shit is where yeah. everyone everyone starts fucking with you. Right. And you know your shit never is gonna sound like you know what I'm saying. Sometimes it might sound the same, but it's like yeah. chasing that dragon. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that first bit of recognition. Yeah, because everyone's like, yeah, I still. You, you drop a bunch of shit. Oh, I still from Sunnyside up. Yeah, it's yeah. like ah fuck. I said this is all these niggas want. You know what I'm saying? Like shit. But I feel like I'm in that groove. But it's just it's way more. You know what I'm saying? Way more advanced. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I was very impressed by Best Western. Uh, I think you sound great on it. Thank you. You got a great voice. Because. Yeah. Uh, it is one of those things where, like, you see people. Like I said, we've seen each other a million fucking yeah. times, known each other for however many years. But like, you know, when you're on your own grind, you, you, you and you got your head up your ass. Like, I'm not. I don't listen to the homies. I don't listen music. to shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't listen to the homies' music. I don't. I couldn't tell you what so and so's music sounds like. And so, yeah, th- this was like the first full project that I heard from you, and it was fucking tight, man. Like, so it's very short too. So it's it is. It's very fast. Yeah. yeah, but that's that 2020 shit. Like, get through it fast. You know, twenty five minutes and it's done. That's you know it. I mean, you take a good shit, you can get through the whole thing. Yeah. You know, and so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can neither confirm nor deny oh, that's where I listen to funny it. But, as hell. Um, yeah, it's a good project, and I would suggest people going to check it out. And wow, what a story! I, I didn't know any of that shit about you, obviously, and, and the brush with fame and and all of that. I mean. What a what a story arc, dog. It's it's I live I live I live many lives, man. But you're about to like start it over now. You know what I'm saying? It, feel, like, it feels like it, which is weird because you know how they say shit comes back, bro. Literally, it's like everyone that fucked with me back in the day at that point in my life is like they're it's kind of like they're coming back, but like in like but like different different tiers of people. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is like this project that you've put out is gonna get the same eyes on you that were on you at one. Yeah, Shipes is me. Shipes commented on my on my video the other day. Yeah. Oh, legend, man, what's up? Let's do some work. So it's like, yeah. hey, so like, there you go. Yeah. I mean, life never gives you anything you're not ready for at the Real time. Shit. You know what I'm saying? But. Uh, Maybe that first time just wasn't the right moment. It was, it was like college to me a little bit. I learned a shit look. I didn't go. I'm gonna say I didn't like school. That was kind of like school to me, bro. Like I learned the ins and outs of this shit. Like I, I see how the relationship, how people really don't really fuck with you, but they do. Like even like not even me personally, just yeah. even people they work with, bro. I'm just like 
I've seen all this shit. I've seen so much random shit, bro. I didn't see cars get declined. I didn't see shit, bro. Right, like, right, right. Congrats on Best Western. I'm glad you, that um, you're out of that shitty phase of your life where shit didn't feel good. And, feel, and yeah. that maybe there's a light at the end of the tunnel now. Nah, I hope and so. With that being said, tell the people where they can find you online. Um, the best place, man, just go to cashisgreen.shop, man. Uh, oh, dot shop. Wow. Yeah, my dot com got fucked. Sony bought that shit, so I don't. I can't even get the access to that shit, man. <laughs> so uh, I just did dot shop. It was easy. easy. It was better than dot org and shit. I use dot net just because it sounds like kind of neat dot net. It just it just has a nice jingle to it. You that, know? that does actually sound fire. You feel me? Damn. Kind of neat dot com does not sound as good as kind of neat dot net. Net, it's like swish. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nothing but net. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cashgreen.shop. I have everything on there. I have the album. I have like the. It's like a, just like a one like a one page. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Just yeah. one splash page. I got the album on there. All um, your socials. All the socials are on there. The stream sites. Yep. The fucking. Uh, if you want to get merch, because I, I, I've been fucking with Bandcamp a lot. Because you know what I'm saying. Bandcamp, it's like it's like you know what I'm saying. They're pretty. They're pretty for the artists right now. Yeah, so. Bandcamp's having a moment again. They're, yeah, they're having yeah. a little, the little push. So I did, I did all my shit through. Like instead of like instead of like getting like a like a crazy ass like Shopify or something like that. Yeah. I just saw that shit. I have my merch and everything on Bandcamp. So you just go to Bandcamp and get the album and the merch and all that shit. There you go. Uh, new record out called Best Western. Uh, I think it's great. I'm really, I'm really proud I of you for it. That, I mean, yeah, I'm happy for, for me it. Here, man. Of course, Shit. of course. I'm glad that we got this in. Uh, now I know you now. Now we know each other, bro. I know <laughs> you. You, you know don't me. know shit. I, I, I still don't know I'm you. I'm still leave. a mystery, Fuck. baby. You're gonna have to get me to sit down sometime. Nah, all you gotta, you, all you gotta do to learn about me is go back and listen to all 160 episodes of this show, and then you'll yep. know, yeah, <laughs> little bits at a time. That's aggressive. That's a great one. That's a great, great movie pulled on me right there. You know what I'm saying? Like a little marketing for you guys. So anyway, my name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition. You can follow me online at its intuition you can follow us as a unit at kind of neat uh dot net like i said and youtube.com slash kind of neat uh where you are going to see cassius green perform what song are you going to do uh i think we chose first taste where you're going to see cassius green perform first taste and uh i think that's it man you're that's cassius i'm lee and this was kind of neat yeah